This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. All right, we're going to get into some more of the complex tax strategies, and this one's specifically related to tax planning with trusts and the very specific type of trust. It's the the charitable remainder trust. You'll see it as like the CRT trust, and it's just chair. Just think of a trust that you own that has a charitable purpose. And I'm going to talk about like exactly how to do that, and the specific tax advantages with it. There's a few specific reasons why you might want to do that. So one of those is like, I know we talk a lot about the income tax advantages. So I'm going to talk to you about that right now. Like why, why would you even want to set one of these up? So in like the underlying reason for a charitable trust, like it's not just for tax reasons. There happens to be a lot of really good tax reasons and investment reasons for it. But the underlying reason when you're doing the like the charitable tax planning, say like if it's with foundations or these trusts or charitable contributions, like it's the underlying reason is that you are a charitable purpose or, or a charitable purpose. You're a charitable person and you want to further a charitable purpose or donate to a charitable purpose. And you want to kind of just contribute to that cause. So as you're doing trusts and foundations, that doing that, taking this on like for yourself allows you to be, to have a lot more control of like one, your tax deductions, but two of like how the charitable purpose gets fulfilled. So that's, that's one of the main reasons for this. Like if you're, if you want to be philanthropic and you want to further a charitable purpose, that's usually why you're interested in this, but here's some of the awesome tax benefits of it. So let's say like, if you've got an asset, like if it's an asset, or a business, uh, it could be either one like an appreciated asset or a business. If you want to get that asset or business into the trust, let's just say let's just say it's a business, just for the this specific example. If you want to just do this strategy and get it into the trust, the first step, the first thing that you're going to be doing, of course, would be to set up the trust document. You're going to typically work with an attorney. We've got some that we recommend, but you're going to work with an attorney and just make sure the language in there is is accurate and. Uh, enforceable um, specifically for that trust document because a trust document is basically a it's it's a legal agreement like it's a contract essentially where uh, after you're gone after you've set it up that trust document is what upholds the trust it's what helps it continue it's what assigns trustees it's what uh, assigns the beneficiaries it's what assigns the uh, like the in this specific example like the charity that will be receiving the the remainder of, of the asset, um, the trust document dictates all that. Um, so the first, we'll, we'll get into trust. I'll actually do a, an episode later on like what you need, kind of the core items you need to successfully set up a trust, kind of just those, the key components of a trust document. I'll get into that later. This one is just going to focus on the, the advantages of a charitable remainder trust. Specifically, so number one is those those income tax deductions. So you've got a business, for easy math, let's say it's worth a million dollars, and you would you had started this business, and so really you didn't you didn't buy the business, you started it, you've created the the value in that from your own 
your own work, from your years of work, your blood, sweat, and tears, you've put the money into that business. You've created that value of a million dollars. But now if you were to go sell the business, if you sell the business, you'd pay tax on it. Long-term capital gains rate, you might pay about 25% of that in tax. You might pay, if it's a $10 million sale, you might pay $2.5 million in taxes. Alternatively, you could donate, and this is, would be one of the steps in the charitable remainder trust, you give the business over to the trust, and it could be a portion of the business, or in this example, just do all the business. You give this $10 million business to the trust. Um, so now that it's in the trust, the, as it goes into the trust, leaves your personal name, goes into the trust, you just got a tax deduction, like a charitable contribution for, it's, it's not exactly $10 million because it is, it's the present value of the remainder interest. It, it's a calculation you have to do where it's like, okay, well, if your life, if you're expecting to have it in there, like there's some specific rules, like 10, 20 years over a certain period of time. If you're giving that now, the, what's the present value of that future interest that you're going to be giving? So it's not going to be exactly 10. So there is some adjusted amount and a math you got to do there or that you'd, you'd hire that out. Um, but you will get a deduction when the business goes in there. So we'll just say for easy, for just the, staying at high level right now, let's just say it's a $10 million deduction as it goes in. So now it, it, maybe your ultimate goal was to sell the business. Like your, your options were sell the business, uh, take a two and a half million dollar tax hit, then you have seven and a half million dollars. Or if you, if you just don't want to have that capital gain, you can donate the business into the trust to get a big tax deduction. So if you've got other income coming back to you, you have this $10 million deduction that's offsetting your other income. But now here's the second uh, tax implication, the second benefit of this charitable remainder trust. So number one is you get a deduction as the asset goes in, leaves your personal name, you lose control of it, and it goes into this trust. So at that point, it's then controlled by the trust document, the trustees, et cetera. But now the second, the second reason, second tax reason really for having it in there is if you have assets in there that are appreciated like this business, now when you sell the business, you, you're not going to have capital gains, a capital gain tax on the business. So you could actually sell the business. That's $10 million business, sell it within the charitable trust. The trust gets $10 million. And then at that point, you you don't have, like, you don't have taxable income to report. You don't have capital gains to report or pay taxes on within the trust. So you just saved two and a half million dollars. You got a deduction as the money went in and then you sold it within the trust. And now you're not having to pay tax on the capital gains tax. So that's because it's a tax exempt entity, you don't have to, you don't have to pay tax on it. And then the, the trust. So now this is, this is the next part. So number one, deduction that goes in. Number two, uh, there's no tax when you sell the asset once it's in there. And then the third one is now the money in there, the money in there can have, um, this is kind of two parts, but like you can get some of the money back out of it. Like there's certain annuity types of charitable trusts where you can get money paid back out to you. So it's like a more deferred way to get money back out at much lower tax rates. But this, this third benefit is more of just deferring income reporting and even deferring, like deferring income on the sale as you're getting money back out of it, but also deferring income on 
like on capital gains or on, on other investment income as you've got it that now $10 million in that trust, you've got that trust investing in, it could be in other businesses. It could be in real estate, interest, dividends, capital gains. It could be all different types of investments. And as it earns the income, it's not paying taxes on that within the trust because it's a, it's a tax exempt entity. And so that's, that's that third benefit. You've got the tax deferred growth on even more income. So then there is, there is the charitable component of this. So the deduction, the deduction that, cause like now like the money is within inside of the trust and you can't just go use it as your personal piggy bank. Now, I try to make that very clear with private foundations and charitable trusts. It's not just, it's not like a tax loophole where you go, oh, I just put it over here and now I can just spend the money like however I want. You've got to, you've got to keep those things separate. You've got to have different accounting systems and tax filings. And there it's a separate entity, the trust or private foundations. You can get paid. You can get paid out of the trust. You can provide services to the trust, this charitable trust. The trust can, um, you can have like an annuity set up where money's coming out to you. And it's taxable to you, just you, typically at those lower tax rates. Um, but those are those are some of the benefits of just deferring the income. So you've you've saved on the taxes, but now you've got to decide on how you're um, like what you're doing with with the money in the trust at that point. And with charitable with charitable trust, you're going to want to set it up initially. You have to set it up really with the end goal in mind, because that first deduction you get is kind of dependent on that and the the trust or the charitable organization that's receiving like the remainder of of your assets remainder of this after you die typically because if you if you just need to live off the trust for those years while you're alive that's possible and then after you die the trust the remainder amount of this trust can go to a beneficiary and that's how you got the deduction so a charitable uh, remainder trust is a way for you really to get a deduction now and still benefit from the asset, like the asset value, the asset income, you can still have some control over it, not to pull it back out, but just to kind of have some control of the income and cash, just to make sure you're taken care of while you're alive. And then after you die, at that point, the trust document can dictate, okay, well, this X amount goes to other beneficiaries or family, but a big portion of this, the main reason for this, of course, is that the a big, the largest portion of it goes to a charitable organization. So hopefully that makes sense. That's, it can get very complex. I'm trying to stay high level here without getting into the weeds too much, but you've got the income, the income tax deduction as the asset leaves your personal name and goes into the trust. That's a deduction for you personally. And then remember, if you sell the asset within the trust, that's a tax-free sale, but the, the money is still inside of the trust. And so that's the third benefit is this tax deferred growth. Like it can grow tax-free. You can pull some of it out personally, but there, there are tax implications as you pull it out. But then in the end, at the very end, the remainder portion of the trust, like it allows, it allows you to take care of yourself, your family, your certain beneficiaries during your lifetime, but then the remainder can go to the trust. So just, or go to a charitable organization after you die or after a certain period of time. So that's kind of the high level planning with charitable remainder trusts and how you can donate appreciated assets and not pay tax on it. But that is it for today.
Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com. Thank you.